0: And very good morning to you. You're welcome back into today's programme. We're joined by John Mulligan again, who this time has job spot. John, what have you got today?
1: Uh, John, we've got a general maintenance operator required for Anthony Rhines in Galway, 20 hours per week. And for further information, you can call them on 091567061. 67061. Lockery Auto Parts, they're currently seeking a full-time counter salesperson. Experience in motor trade or a similar position is desirable. Excellent pay for suitable candidates. And you email your CV to lockrayautoparts.com. Jack Jordans and Dewishka, they're looking for experienced staff. Please email your CV to inquiries at jackjordans.ie. And a job opportunity for graduates with disabilities. Ahead Ireland have partnered with Boston Scientific in Galway to offer a STEM graduate programme spot exclusively for applicants with disabilities. The closing date is March the 1st. And see ahead.ie for more details on that and if you need any phone numbers or email addresses then call reception on 091 770077 you can search hashtag Galway, Galway jobs on social media I'll say that again hashtag jobs on social media or go to galwaybfm.ie forward slash jobspot Thank you John
2: Gardening advice
3: with MacDee's Garden Centre in Galway Irish Crystal If you love gardening you'll love MacDee's It's just fan dabby dozy
0: And it's time for your Gardening Slot with Anne McKeown of MacDees. Anne, a very good morning to you. Good morning, John. How are you doing? Very good now, very good, Anne. Anne, And talk to us there first, though, because we've seen there on our weather forecast, chilly again, frost in places. What's Mm. the best advice to people at this time of year?
4: Well, there's not an awful lot, except don't go planting your tender summer plants out yet. The reason I'm saying that is it's way too early. But as winter plants go out of flower, people just don't have patience and they want to jump right in there and start planting stuff for the summer borders. And it's way, way too early. So, I mean, you're you're timing off in May. We're doing that. So really don't worry about it too much. Now don't prune shrubs too hard at the moment either because um, we will get more frost. That's inevitable really. It's only, it's only February yet. And um, if you cut them too hard, they might get frost damage. Other than that, there's not a lot you can do except go with the seasons as they come and then work with whatever is left behind, you know? Mm.
0: Do you have to take particular care not to prune or transplant too quick? Because I know a lot of plants are coming out of dormancy.
4: Yeah, no, no, the transplanting, if you're planting a plant, that's what they call bare-rooted, it comes straight out of the ground and it goes from spot A to spot B, be it in your garden or somebody else's garden, or be it bought out of the ground in the garden centre and planted in your own garden, then it must be done between... November really and the middle of the first week of April so plants that are bare rooted must get planted immediately. Plants that are in containers can be planted at any time of the year now obviously you wouldn't be going out and breaking frozen ground to do it but um, you'd wait until there's a little bit of a thaw and then you can take them out of the containers and plant them but if it's not good weather for the gardener it's not good weather for the garden. So, I mean, if you, if, if you don't want to be out there in the frost doing it, then it's not good for the plant either. But the bare rooted plants can be planted now, no problem. And as I said, don't prune shrubs too hard on the off chance that we will get more frost.
0: I presume we need to hold off on the vegetable seeds being sown yet.
4: Yes. Um, well, you could start sprouting your potatoes. That's one thing you can do. So you get your potato seeds, in, see, uh, seed potatoes in the garden centre. You put them in containers, in pots or in, in trays and you leave them uncovered or covered with a sheet of newspaper, but not with soil and you let them sprout in the the um, greenhouse or in the polytunnel or anywhere like that and they will come on and you will plant them out then around the 17th of March. Your onions and your carrots and so on, you could be planting them now. I'd be inclined to hold tough for another week, but getting the ridges ready is very important. Digging the ridges, adding in your stable manure, um, your seaweed if you're putting seaweed into it and maybe just hose the seaweed down before you put it into it just to remove some of the excess salt. Mm. and um so getting the ground ready um, for your for your vegetables is is perfect with the view to planting them in the next few weeks
0: what about the likes of uh, peas cabbage lettuce uh, can they be sown sa- outdoors now um,
4: I would hold tough on that until the middle of March, John, okay. just just on the off chance that we get. we're getting the ground prepared, yes. We're planting them out then in, yeah. in mid-March. Used, they, the older gardeners used um, St. Patrick's Day as a guideline, and it's not too far wrong. Now, we don't get the seasons the way we used to get the one time, but still around the mid, middle of March is a good time for planting them out. So your carrots, your, your peas, your um, beans and so yeah. on. Uh, just maybe hold tough on them for another week or ten days.
0: We have a text in from one of our listeners. Could you please ask Anne what I should do with a cordeline tree ruined by recent frost?
4: Okay. Well, now the cordeline is is a strange uh, plant in that if the frost gets it, it kills it it turns the bark soft and soggy and the leaves very brown and it could break off at the base and you're left with nothing and you think you've lost your cordyline but that's not necessarily the case because the roots tend to re-sprout again but your cordyline will probably come back but not in the same shape as it was when it was there prior to the frost so in other words if you had a nice tall thin cordiline with um, the spiky uh, foliage on the top you might find that you're getting two or three branches and you're getting a forked plant when it re-emerges but it's a hard plant if you want to get rid of it purposefully because um, it it leaves root in the ground and so with the frost and if the frost kills it on top and the chances are it'll re-emerge. So what I'd say is leave well enough alone where it is if you want it to re-emerge. If you want, if otherwise dig it well up, dig up plenty of the soil, dig up all the root and dig out as much of it as you can and you can either replant a new one or plant a new shrub in its place. But don't go planting a shrub down directly into the ground where the cordiline was without removing the roots of the cordiline or you're going to find you have two plants growing up side by side in a couple of years' time.
0: Now, another listener wants to know how they would go about growing garlic.
4: Garlic is very easy to grow. You can buy garlic corms, um, which are just the little bulbs, um, in the garden centre, or you can just go to your local supermarket and buy a clove of garlic and break off the different clo- the different um, pieces of it, and as, you know, as it comes off for, for the dinner plate, but break it off and put it into the ground, and it'll grow over the. Um, the, the spring period and grow into garlic plants. Now the best time for planting garlic is actually September but you could still do it now but you may not get edible garlic are yeah. plants that are, are big enough for eating this year, but um very easy to grow. So by the buying the, the bulb in the garden centre or using the corn that you buy the, the um, crowns that you buy in the um the cloves is the word I'm looking for, sorry, the cloves that you buy in the um, supermarket for your dinner.
0: Okay, another listener so wants to very know, easy. Yeah, okay, another listener wants to know what they can do in the greenhouse at this time of year.
4: Well, you can be getting it ready for your seeds. So, um, and you can sterilise it and wash down the glass and make sure it's 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 clean. That the glass is um, very clean so that all the light can get through because you get uh, this kind of a green mould on the on the glass and the light can, can't penetrate it and you don't get as good a plant growing during the, the growing season so cleaning it, sterilising the soil cleaning it out, all that can be done. Now you can get your seed trays washed and ready and filled with compost and ready for seeding and as I said you'll seed in the next few weeks. The likes of your summer bedding plants like your Alice and and pansies and so on you can buy those as plants in May or if you want to to grow them from seed you can grow them from seed in your greenhouse now again maybe I'd wait a week or so but after that you're fine Fine to go with your seeds of your summer bedding plants inside in the greenhouse but you've been getting your mm-hmm. materials ready now it's it's very important
0: Another question from a listener what is a nice stock proof hedge that cattle stay away from that looks nice?
4: Depends on where you live, but a very good hedge uh, that's quite resilient is the Eliagnus. E L E A G N U S. That's E L E A G N U S. Eliagnus. You go for the green form of it, not the coloured form, Mm. not the green and yellow plant, but the green, just the the complete green. And it's a good solid hedge it grows quite vigorously and grows nice and thick and the cattle don't tend to eat it as they do with some of the other hedges and uh, uh, beech is also a very nice hedge that's that's quite good or thorn or if you mix the hawthorn with um some old-fashioned roses you get a nice colorful hedge as well
0: mm. finally uh, the usual query Anne, my grass is growing rapidly when can i cut <laughs> thank you that comes in from maria
4: Okay, Um, I would hold tough on the cutting until well into March. Some people do cut it on the first sunny day they get, um, but again, if we get severe frost and the grass has been cut low, it it may burn it somewhat. And if the ground is too wet, you're only going to be running ridges or holes through the lawn with the wheels of the lawnmower. So I would be inclined to wait until the middle of March. The season is long enough, so you're time enough starting.
0: All right, and um, McKeown, thank you for joining us on Galway Talk. No
4: problem at all, John. Gardening advice with MacDee's Garden Centre in Galway,
3: Irish Crystal, with everything from plants, shrubs, pots, garden furniture, and much, much more. If you love gardening, you'll love MacDee's. It's just Fan Dozy.
0: Now, all week we are giving you the chance to win. After the shopping, why not call into Mubles Café, serves breakfast, lunch and afternoon tea. This is all thanks to Mubles of Briar Hill Business Park. They giving us a 100 your voucher to give away every day this week. All you have to do to win, you ready? Text the word SALE plus your name and address to 086 38 3. That's 086 38 3. That's brought to you with thanks to rationale.ie. Now, though, I want to change tact on the programme and I want to go to a very good news story because we got a call into the station yesterday from a woman listening into the show and uh, a lady and her daughter were in difficulty down at Merchant's Quay on Tuesday when their car wouldn't start. They were in Galway all the way from Longford. A man that was heaven sent, came with a battery pack and got the car started for them and gave them the battery pack in case they wouldn't make the full journey home. He owns the antique shop beside Busker Brown's and we want to thank him so much. Well, I'm delighted to say we're going to give them the opportunity to do that. We're joined on the line by Neula McLaughlin. Newla, very good morning to you. Good morning, how are you? Very good, Newla. Neula, talk to us about what happened there on Tuesday evening. You came up for a routine appointment with your daughter. Explain what happened. Yeah.
3: Um, I parked just around the corner from where she had her appointment, and when she came back, sat into the car, I turned on the car, the lights came on the dash, but the key didn't, the engine wouldn't turn. And I really was like, this was like late in the evening, it was dark, we were a long way from home. Neither of us known what, what under the bonnet looked like. So um, I knew I had uh, what called roadside assistance on my policy. So we contacted the insurance company. And I thought, oh, that's great. They'll come and they'll put us on the road and we'll be off. So we discovered that um, through the insurance company, they would send a tow truck out to take the car away Mm. and keep it safely for the night. Now, they offered us €70 to stay in Galway for the night, which we felt wouldn't give us a hostel, not a mind, you know, decent accommodation. So we talked to them and then they said we could go by public transport back to Longford. Now, the public transport that was available was the only way we could to get the train from Galway to Athlone, and that we wouldn't have made this around seven o'clock in one go we would have had to wait till twenty past ten to get a train home. Now my daughter was a few days post surgery as well, so she wasn't very feeling very well, so we really were desperate okay. and so we. Therefore, so anyway, we rang my husband then, and he said, "Oh, open the bonnet, and sure, maybe I can help you." So my daughter opened the bonnet, and she was standing there, and we couldn't do anything. We felt it was nothing. He he was telling her she could do with it anyway. Mm. So we got back, and she got back into the car, and we sat there. And about twenty minutes later, what I thought was the guy from the tow truck coming towards us, a jeep pulled in in front of us, and this man came back, mm. and he said, "Are you in trouble, ladies?" And of course we said, "Yeah." And he said to us, well, my dad has a car like this. I think I might be able to help you. He went to his Jeep. He took out a, a starter pack and he started the car. Wow. And I thought, oh, my God. He said, OK, turn it off now and turn it back on again. And I did that. And when I turned it off, it wouldn't it wouldn't just start. So he, he did, it, did it again and the car started and everything was perfect. And we were ready for the road. And he said, ladies, um, you know, how far have you to go? We told him we were going back to Longford. And he said, did he come down to Longford much? Or down to Galway much? And we said, oh, God, we're actually coming back next week because my daughter had another appointment. Mm. He said, well, take this pack with you now. And he showed my daughter exactly what to do in case that we would get a stop on the road. Yeah. So we just felt that he was, literally when, when he, what he did for us was just unreal. He arrived out of nowhere when we were desperate, like we were really were, because we were looking at, like, we won't get back to Longford until maybe 2 o'clock in the morning. And mm-hmm. then we would have had to get up the next morning, go back to Galway yeah, to retrieve the car. But all that just went, like, it was a major panic. That This man, for us, came down straight from heaven and set us on the road <laughs> for home. And uh-huh. we got home safe, no problem. Yeah. And we were just so, coming back of us, we kept saying, oh my God, wasn't that man just amazing? He was just like, Somebody from heaven sent him to us, but we I just thought he was just fantastic. Lots of other cars passed while my daughter had the bonnet up and lots of pedestrians passed as well, mm. but n- nobody stopped. But he had seen us with the bonnet up and came back round to check if we were okay and put us on the road for home. It's such so, an incredible to act say of we kindness. Were, we were appreciated and thankful and everything is just, put it in it was just fantastic for us. Yeah.
0: No, it's just such an incredible so act of kindness. So far from home, no, as nobody well.
3: there could help us. Sorry, John.
0: No, I'll just say, it's such an incredible act of kindness and so random as well. As you mentioned, there are rush hour traffic, people yeah. are busy, they're going about. He yeah. took the time out, he made sure you're absolutely okay and he sent you on your merry way.
3: Yeah. Yeah, and gave us the pack, which like, to us was, he didn't know us, he hadn't a clue who we were, but he, his, what we felt after was that this man, all he wanted was for us to get home safe. Yeah. And we did. Well, so p- it, it meant an awful lot to, to both of us. Fair play to the gentleman question.
0: Happened. Yeah, no, fair play to the gentleman in question. I know um, you, you think he might own the antique shop beside Busker Brown's. Is that where he told you to leave the battery yeah, pack back to? Yeah,
3: because he said, oh, just, just throw it in there when you're, ne- when you're the next week. Do you know? And oh. we did. Yeah. If anyone knows, well, we win, sorry, sorry, it, it, we win. When oh, we're yeah, back. No. But it was it was just to me, it was we hear there's so many other things to represent we're being bombarded with what's going the bad things that are happening in the world. Yeah. But this was an act of sheer kindness and consideration for two people he didn't know. And yeah. that's what what really struck us as being amazing. No, it
0: was just great. The spirit of the metal definitely it's, is live and well in him. Uh, if anyone knows the gentleman in question, we believe he might own the antique shop there beside Busker Browns in town. You might just uh, pass on the message here from Nola today and let that gentleman stand up and take a bow. Oh God, absolutely, yeah,
3: yeah. We don't know his name. We didn't even we didn't ask him his name, but um, that's what he told us. That's what he told us to leave it in. So that's where that's where he is. Well, fair play, I just more. think it was just fantastic for us to have got back on the road at that time of the evening. The rain was coming down. Yeah. It was miserable. We didn't go with the intention of staying in Galway. We didn't go with the intention of having to get a train to, at Lone and get a taxi back to Longford. Yeah. You know, we thought we'd drive to Galway, we drive back, everything ran. Mm. Car stop, we were stuck. We were badly stuck. And he just saw us with the bonnet open, And came back to find us Mm. and looked after us and sent us on the road home. It was just amazing. Do you know what, Neil? It's nice to get an uplifting story every once in a while. I haven't had that kind of kindness in in my life before, a random like that. Yeah. And I just felt that when I called you, I just felt that, you know, somebody, people need to know that there are very good people in Mm -hmm. this world. And he's one of them.
0: No, it's lovely to hear that a uh, nice uplifting story for a change. We get a lot of negativity. And I'm, I'm so delighted you felt the need and you felt compelled to ring in and share that with us. Uh, Nuala McLaughlin, thank you for joining us in Goa Talks. You're welcome. Still to come on the programme today, we'll be speaking with Paul Rooney. He's from Muddy Souls Adventure and he's a very... Powerful personal journey as well stay tuned for that we'll also have Matthew Beryl playing some live music for us in studio very very shortly so all that plus lots lots more coming up on the show between now and 12 midday Away Talks in association with Tesco Click and Collect allows you to collect your order whenever suits you A very good morning to you. Welcome back into today's program. Getting a huge reaction from that last interview with Newell McLaughlin. Well done to that man who helped that lady. And also another listener says that was an absolutely lovely gesture for that lady and her daughter. And also, someone else, I think we we know who the individual, individual in question was. That man who helped the lady's name is David Greeley. He owns the antiques shop. So if that is you, David... Fair play to you. You might actually get in contact with us here at the station. We'll put this through to Nuala because they would like um, to thank you over the phone. And I think they'd like to also give you your battery pack back as well when they're back up in Galway very shortly. So, no... I love it when the plan comes together. There from there, but now on the program, we return tacked very shortly. Just a reminder as well: we're out in Bohermore for a community matters program. Uh, we'll be broadcasting from there. I'll give you details towards the end of the program. Who we've on a v- big array of guests, a lot of fun, a lot of sport, music and crack to be had there tomorrow. So we're really looking forward to that. We're broadcasting in Tonery's Bar between nine and twelve o'clock. It'll either be Keith Finnegan presenting or myself, uh, yours truly, John Morley. We'll let you know about that very, very shortly. Right, I'm delighted to say we're joined on the programme by a man originally from Leitrim, but he's living in Ormore these past few years. We're joined by Paul Rooney. Paul, a very good morning to you. Thanks a
5: million, John. Love being here and thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it.
0: Now, Paul, you're from this uh, company called Muddy Souls Adventure, an adventure kind of, um, I suppose, outdoor activity business. Talk to us a bit about that first.
5: Yeah, so Muddy Souls Adventures, just less than two years ago, I set up this incredible um, adventure in my life and for other people as well. So my my aim is to bring people out and to wash it all out in the outdoors. Um, we're landing to events, we're going up a mountain, we're going along cliff walks, we're... Um, Yeah, we're actually dating on the mountains as well. Every time I blow the whistle after three to four minutes, you have another date. So people have 20 dates in two hours and then we mingle after that and enjoy it. And loads of love have been found out of that also. But um, my main thing is to bring people to the mountains, get them to explore the real Ireland, get them to explore nature, turn the stone, turn the leaf, learn where the animals are and why they're there. They get really deep into it. People are usually just staying on the trails and getting to the summit of a mountain. No, we need to find what's in the wilderness of Ireland. It is the biggest healer and the best medication by far in the world, in my eyes. But I want to show
0: people how it's really done, you know, and that's 100% in that, you know. You say you started two years ago. That was around the time of the COVID pandemic. And that's a time when people really were getting out anyways. So it worked out perfectly.
5: Worked out perfectly, but it had to be in my location, um, obviously. But, um yeah... It, it really showed people that, you know, lying about in their houses for a certain length of time that they had to get out. So the, it was really good for my business just starting off. It took time. It took time to gather the people. I'll never forget it. I put up a free event. Um, it was actually a the Cancer Society event for Cancer Society and um, a charity event. And it took me... It took me... month to get 35 women to book on to a free event and now it takes three to four minutes on the same mountain and it just it just shows you for anyone going into business don't panic you know if you graft hard if you work hard it'll all work out in the end and if you if you keep giving the results and keep giving the energy they're going to come and they're going to enjoy the madness you know
0: absolutely now it is a business and it is how you earn your crust but you do a lot of freebies as well along the way during the weeks
5: I absolutely do, and a, um, a really amazing thing I set up three weeks ago, with the help of some amazing friends, um, I set up a midweek walk and talk group in Galway, and we're meeting up in different locations every single Tuesday or Wednesday night, uh, we're and we're walking and talking, I'm doing inspirational talks along the way. Um, the people are already coming, last night we were in Cool Park walking around with a With a quarter moon, stars, starry skies through the wilderness and teaching people about the leaves, the ferns and the nature and the animals along the lake. And, you know, for people just to have something to look forward to midweek to go, you know, after the weekend, Monday's a dull day. We want something to truck on to for Wednesday and then we want something again for the weekend. And that's what I just taught in my head. So I have 200 in a WhatsApp group now and I plan to have a 1,000 in that WhatsApp group come this summer. And I plan on having a train of 100 to 200, 300 people going up the promise all till very, very soon behind me, you know.
0: Great stuff. Um, your energy is infectious. Talk to us about these excursions that you go on. You mentioned dating. Have any relationships started from these?
5: Oh, absolutely. genie oh, Mac. Loads of dates. <laughs> loads of... Um, Loads of mingling, loads of crack. But the main thing is that uh, the friendships out of it Mm. are just beautiful. Like uh, 20 men, 20 women going up a mountain. Every time I blow the whistle after three minutes, they're on a different date. And some of these people that come to these events have never been on a date before. And they're breaking their comfort barrier. They're breaking, they're getting out of their comfort zones. And when they go back to Galway, Armagh, Wicklow, Donegal they're physically fit to go on a date, pure comfortable. Mm. They're after being on 20 on a goddamn mountain with a pair of hiking boots on them (laughs) and no makeup, no no whatever else. And now they have the confidence built up. And it's not about finding love. It's about getting out there, meeting new people and just, you know, becoming alive again and smiling a real smile, you know?
0: Mm, Absolutely. Now talk to us though, Pogs, on a serious note, this all came out of a very dark place in your life and it's been how you've helped yourself grow and and, and get back into a good place in life.
5: Yeah, yeah. Um yeah, it, it's it's a proud moment to say, you know, I I am I am very very happy again in life. Um emotional actually as you just said that and it's um it's it's an amazing feeling, but I was back there, you know, um i suppose it's 7 or 8 years ago now and I, I, you know, when you don't want to go out and you don't want to do anything and you don't want anyone to see you and you're sitting at the side of your bed with tears running out of your eyes, things aren't good, you know? Mm. And um, I um, yeah, I had the support of amazing friends, but I did go to the counsellors, I did go to the therapists, I worked hard, but the mountains were my saviour, you know? And my dad is an outdoors man and, you know, I knew about the outdoors and this and that, but every time I went to the mountains and I, I spent hundreds and thousands of euro driving the mountain driving to every mountain in Ireland and people says what is he at like he can't even see five foot in front of him in the mist up there why is he up there on his own he's going to he's going to follow one of them mountains someday but I kept going mm. but I always remember the Moor hike one morning and um, I met this man and he says what are you doing up here I says I'm all the way from the Mad Mile in County Leitrim I says and I told him my story why I'm up here because I feel alive, I feel back, and I forget about all them horrible feelings that I when I'm lying at the side of my bed and my and my um yeah and my pillowcase is soaking wet the next morning after waking up. You know, you need to get out. You need to you need to graft hard. Uh, it's as I said at the start, it's it's the best medication. And every people every person I meet on the mountains are always talk back to me. They're always amazing to me, and they're the people. That I want to bring to other people now that are coming to my events to witness this and to bring it together and, yeah, you know it was such a saviour to me and, I um I am back smiling a real smile and it's 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 an amazing feeling and you asked me where you said about my energy I get my energy from days like today coming in here and being appreciated in the world now and all the followers I have all over Ireland Europe and the world now and the journey I'm living and it's 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 pretty crazy the turnover in in five to six years of be- becoming not wanting to leave your room yeah. becoming to ta- taking the door off the, off the door hinges every time I go out. it now get out of my way I'm ready you know
0: great and it's uh, just not to dwell on it too much but that dark place you were in I, I know it stemmed from the, the, the breakup of a relationship something we all go through but what strikes me from what you're saying so far is with these uh, the Muddy Soul Adventures the, the community aspect of it and the building of friendships that's a real remedy as well
5: Absolutely, absolutely. To see, um, to see people connect, and what I love is after my events is to, maybe a week or two later, I'd be on a different mountain, and I go back to my Instagram or go back to my Facebook and see the a few people that has been on my past events out hiking on their own in different mountains, and they'd never met before two weeks ago until the event I brought them to. But my real, my positive side to my event when I start off in the car park, I have a talk, and it's. If you're with your husband or wife or your boyfriend or girlfriend or your best friend coming here today, hit them a good shoulder out of the way and meet someone new. Find out what they're doing, find out their job and what they're into and their hobbies and learn and learn and learn and graft and mingle all through the group. Um, You know, if you want to go for a coffee someday, swap Instagram, swap numbers, it doesn't have to be a date, it doesn't have to be anything else. We need to bring the Irish humour, the Irish banter back to Ireland and I'm so excited to say next Saturday I'm going to New Zealand to bring back the haka to Ireland, to the <laughs> mountains, the madness. And uh, yeah, I plan on learning the haka, the New Zealand culture for 30 solid days on the mountains over there and um, get the Maoris to teach me the whole madness about it and the thing and to warm people up and to put, put madness back in Ireland, you know?
0: Great, no, I, I love that. And uh, just talk to me though, Paul, because I know that um, you're from Leitrim. I'm from Mayo myself, and you've moved up to Galway, no more than myself. Good stuff. You've a great growth for the place.
5: Absolutely. Uh, for Galway itself, is it? Yeah. Oh, Galway. Um, uh, I, I think it's seven. Yeah, I think it's seven years ago. I came up to my uh, friend Jean and uh, Ray that I live with now, and uh, slept on the floor for the first while when I was going through that place in time, and just took made this decision um, to get up here and i was only supposed to come up for a few weeks to see would it would it heal me in any way or make me a bit more happy i clicked with the place i moved out after three or four months moved into galway city and i remember walking down the shop streets and every person i met in galway they were always friendly there was no violence and i knew that this was part this was this was definitely my personality i could walk down on a sunday sit in shop street listen to the buskers take it all in and learn and learn and learn and that that was like what can i say if that, if that, you know, if that doesn't help someone going through them times. And as well as that, the therapist that worked on me um, was, a, was a Galway lady and a Galway man, two people. Okay. And they were extremely, extremely good in my life, you know.
0: Great. No, I'm I'm delighted that they did manage to help you out. Um, Paul, talk to us though about Muddy Souls Adventures now because I know you're a very busy man and you say you're going to New Zealand for a while. When you come back then, if people want to book you to do different things, how do they do that?
5: Yeah, the best way is through Instagram. Instagram is live, um, muddy Underslash souls and it's S-O-U-L-S. So why the company's name is, it's mud on your boots, you wash off the soles on your boots when you go home. My plan is to wash the soles off in the mountains in your chest and that's that's why it's s-o-u-l-s so it's muddy under slash souls you'll see it all on instagram you can follow my journey in new zealand and what i'm doing and you just shoot me a message the reason i go through instagram and facebook is because i i, I physically want to get to know the person because before they come to the event i want to know their Um, standard of fitness I want to know their personality and I want to know if they're in a a, a positive enough mindset to get to 6 or 700 metres above sea level we're going totally off the beaten track I I hate the trails I want to get to the madness I want to get them I want to get them sweating I want to get them cursing and I want to get them I want to get it all out on that 6 to 7 hours of pure and utter sheer muddy madness you know
0: well, I struggle to do Crow Patrick, so I don't know if I'll be cut out for this, Paul.
5: I'll get you to the top, don't you worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> That's great.
0: Paul Rooney from Muddy Souls Adventure, thank you very much for joining us on Gawai Talks.
5: Thank you very much, and it's great to be on, and I look forward to be on in the future again. And yeah, follow my journey, and get out, John, with me. Don't forget. Thank you so much. Thank you.
0: What an ins- inspirational individual. We have Matthew Beryl, though, sitting across from me. He'll be playing a bit of clarinet for me after the break. Galway Talks, in association with Tesco. Find our award-winning Irish ranges in-store and online at tesco.ie. A very good morning to you. Welcome back into today's programme. Now, my next guest is Matthew Beryl. He's from Hedford. We had him on the show there when we were out and about for a Community Matters programme a few weeks back. But Matthew, you're, you're involved in this uh, big gig, Phoebeen Satyrach. Uh, it's happening this Sunday, and it's the Matthew Beryl trio with Owen Wynne and others. We'll discuss it a little later on, but I want to be entertained, Matthew. Let's see, uh, what, are, what are you playing for us today?
2: Great. Well, I'm going to play the clarinet here and a, an old Irish song called Amen on Knick.
0: In your own time.
2: Absolutely brilliant
0: it's very haunting that tune I must say Matthew
2: yeah yeah, it's a melody that I, can, I guess has persisted over over decades and much longer so yeah it's, it's one that I love playing
0: great stuff great stuff talk to us about the gig that's happening now on Sunday Phoebe into thyrach.
2: Mm, yeah so we're in the thyrach, Um good old Pierce Doherty has, has teamed up um, with me and we're presenting this this uh, concert f- as a trio so it's myself and an accordion player from Switzerland Anatole and a vocalist from England Imi. So we, we formed a trio over the last few years. Um, I spent a bit of time in London with them. So um, I actually was just over there on Monday and Tuesday uh, rehearsing and got the boat back. Um, and so we're okay. we're going to present our program of like trad and folk and it's it's jazz influenced as well. And then a good old friend of mine, Owen Wynne um, from Anna Down is going to Pop up
0: for a few songs as well. So can't wait. Great. Nice go with of it as well. Mm-hmm. There's a nice mix in the show as well there. You've mentioned there the jazz and, and the Irish folk as well. It's, it's a nice something for everyone at this.
2: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I guess I, I grew up playing Irish music and trad uh, and folk at home and in Headford and around the community. So I brought that sort of into my clarinet playing. The clarinet wouldn't be the most uh, normal instrument in traditional circles. But um, yeah. My love of jazz, I guess, is represented. And, and folk music-wise, we're, we're playing a few folk songs from around. And um, we're actually even singing a James Taylor song too. So. Okay. Yeah, wow. yeah, so a whole mix.
0: Nice. And talk to us about how you met the individuals in question. I believe you all met during your, your studies in London.
2: Yeah, indeed. I went to the Royal Academy of Music there. It was actually in 2020, so it was during... Okay. Uh, COVID era, but it was one of the best things I did because a lot of my playing and teaching on all had had um, stopped, like many others. So I, I went over to London. It was pre-planned before COVID, but I, I went over there and had two years of um, a master's studies. So we worked on, um, yeah, performing and composition and arranging and and yeah, it, it was it was great. So that's where I met these two musicians. So they're they're wonderful. This is their first time coming to perform as this trio in Ireland. Oh, nice. So we're 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 excited
0: worldwide premiere.
2: Indeed, yeah, very good. Yeah, yeah.
0: Now the performance uh, takes place. Um, just give, give us the details of that. Oh yes, uh, so
2: it's, yeah, it's this coming Sunday, the twenty sixth. Mm. Um, it's at eight pm in the Tiviac, and uh, yeah, doors are half past seven, and tickets are available um, through the Tiviac website. They're on Eventbrite, and I actually just um, launched my own website yesterday, MatthewBarrell.ie, okay. so you can get tickets through the, through my website as well. The link is is there. So.
0: Did I hear on Ace with Gary McMahon that you have a, a new song coming out as well?
2: Um, well, I'm working on I'm working on um, some work that will be released. I've I've a, I've a new sextet coming out, okay. so um, that'll be in the autumn time. So yeah, I'm, I'm I'm recording stuff under my own name for the first time. So yeah giving right.
0: it a shot well make sure you give us the exclusive on that now Matthew
2: I shall indeed <laughs> great uh, stuff just want to say thanks so much for having me on I really appreciate it mighty mighty yeah. so
0: the performance is on uh, Sunday night now the 26th of February doors um, are at half past seven as you said there tickets are 20 euro plus booking fee they have been, they're available there on Eventbrite or on tivyark, uh, dot com as well so the location there is on Tivyark it's on 19 Middle Street in Goa City are you expecting a big crowd
2: or how are tickets selling yeah tickets are going great and yeah um, we're, we're expecting a good, a good crowd for Sunday evening so yeah if you can book in advance it's definitely advisable but you can also walk up on the door on the day
0: yeah, yeah. well Phoebe and uh, presents uh, Matthew Beryl Trio with Owen Wynne we, we wish you all the best with that Matthew and uh, we look forward to maybe getting down to it as well on mm, Sunday night
2: mm. well thanks so much and thanks again for having me on I appreciate it
0: that's great stuff uh, Matthew Beryl there joining us uh, the clarinet and saxophone player from Hedford uh, just uh, a look at our competition winner now of course, we're giving you the chance to win a €100 Euro voucher each week for Mubels, which can be used in-store or at the Mubels cafe as well. And I can tell you that today's winner, are you ready? It is Yvonne Fahy from La Valley in Chum. So well done to Le- Yvonne. You are the lucky winner of that muebles voucher. 100 euro worth of that voucher. We have another one to give away t- on the programme tomorrow in Bohermore. But Yvonne is our winner for today and we'll be in contact with you to give you all the details of that very, very shortly as well indeed. Also, uh, just a few mentions. Uh, we're coming from Bohermore tomorrow and I can tell you we've a big programme lined up indeed. We'll be speaking with the likes of Phil Kennedy and Jerry Trainer on Old Baltimore, Willie Henry. He'll have the history of the cemetery and the hat factory as well. We'll have Pather Tonery and also PJ Kavanagh on as well. We'll have Rita Gilligan of the Hard Rock Café, host fame and we'll also be discussing some of the problems in the area with the likes of Anna Killine Margaret McFadden and also Ollie Ryan as well as well as that we'll be speaking with uh, Brida Crowe of course mother of Mike and Ollie and also we'll be hearing from John Hardyman about uh, the Hat Factory and what that turned into in, in later years we'll also have talking plenty of sport and music as well and wrapping up the day as well so it's a very very busy programme tomorrow and we'll be getting more details of that to you a little later on the day as well you'll hear A few updates on that. But uh, the morning's gone very quickly there. And that is it for today's programme. My thanks to John Mulligan who produced today's show. Also, thanks to Siobhan, our reception, who took your calls and comments. I've been John Morley. This has been Goway Talks. Our Community Matters programme, of course, comes to you tomorrow from Bohermore. We'll be broadcasting from Tonery's Bar between 9 and 12 o'clock. So do come down to us in, if you're in the area there. We'd be delighted to see and hear from you as well. From all of us here on Goway Talks, stay safe and have a very good afternoon. Ronan Ladner is out and about and he'll be taking you through the rest of the afternoon. Stay safe, and have a very, very good Thursday.
1: Galway Talks, in association with Tesco. Click and Collect allows you to collect your order whenever suits you.